Welcome back, everybody, to the X1 Bros. Welcome to another episode. This is podcast number 344. We're the X1 Bros. We are your positive gaming and Xbox community. Thank you very much for being here, everybody. It's so good to see you. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. It's Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? Your, your mullet looks luscious. It looks soft. <laughs> I want to run my fingers through it. You're more than welcome to. Uh, maybe after the show, I mm-hmm. will. Yeah, you... You are. I have a very, very, there's a very select few people that I would allow to do that. But, but I yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm, I do have soft, supple hands. You do. <laughs> and yes. that is why. He that does. is absolutely mm. why. So, yeah. Uh, next, it's Jordan the Man. Hello. Jordan, you're looking good, too. You got your, uh, the FanFest t-shirt on today. Yeah. Oh, I love that. was a good time. It's actually just a good t-shirt. That was a good memory. And last but not least, I am X1. Welcome, everybody, to the stream. Welcome to the show today. As always, we do stream live every single Friday night over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Come join us. It is a good time. We love hanging out with you live. And, you know, get to see all your faces. Now, our game club game of the month this month is Gears Tactics. Good game. Great game. Jordan, give give the people out there your strategies when creating characters in Gears Tactics. It is a game. It is a game pass game, everybody. So it is free. So make sure you come over and join us. Also on in PC ga- if you want to play it that way. As uh, well. you can play on PC as well because it's a Game Pass Ultimate game. Yes, come yeah. join us over in Discord, and the Game Club game is there. Oh, speaking of that, well, I'll talk about that afterward. But give me give me your strategy. Give me the strategy of creating your characters. Um, well, in the a way, game like this, the way the game's kind of set up, and the way I set it up is basically each character is specialized, right? You have characters that kind of lean towards one way or the other. At least that's how they are when you get them. They yes. have perks kind of in their tree. But I have set characters for sniper, set characters for assault people, set characters for defensive characters like big two-handed machine gun characters. Oh yeah. It's really fun. What I do like about the game a lot, though, is you can have two assault characters, for example, and you can completely spec them out different ways because they have kind of a four-pronged skill tree okay. that you can go each direction with every character. It's really fun. That is fun. It's really good. Spicy, now you name each of your characters your friends <laughs> in a game like Gears Tactics. <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, it brings meaning to your to your yeah, life, to your game. Does. It makes it intense. It makes you try hard, <laughs> yeah. you know? Or it makes uh, you purposefully lose somebody purposely if you're in a fight with them. Like, Someone uh, pisses you off. Yeah, just yeah. send him in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about who, that. Who, what kind of class character am I in your game, in your Gears game? You, okay. I, that's, a good, that's a good question because yeah. I, I tend to try to make him... Who you are. Match the personality. You are not a stealth character. None. You are not a sniper character. I have you my assault character. Yeah. You always run in with the shotgun. Yeah. Oh, the Nasher. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. yes. So I always have you be that character that runs in and does that. Nice. I like that. uh, Because I have played Payday with you. Yeah. That's that's, uh, And when we try to, you know, stealth. You just go, I don't care, I'm going in. I'm out. And then we I'm all out. die. And we don't get any money from that heist. Uh, who, who, what kind of character do you have, Jordan? See, Jordan is, I, I usually have him as like the support character. I like okay. support. Because yeah. he's he's always a good support. Because everybody needs a friend. Yeah, Everyone yeah, does see, need a friend. Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> needs a friend. So I have him, I have him always being like the guy that heals, the guy that provides ammo, you know, like that it. kind of thing. I yeah. like it. Uh, Gears Tactics, And I'm guys. a sniper. Okay, I'm going to give myself to Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Spicy don't, is a sniper. Don't. He does play snipe, sniping in a lot of games. I'm always a range character. I love I love range. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. 
Speaking of sniping, we should play Vigor together after this. It'd be fun. I will. I've been doing a lot of sniping in that game lately. If we don't, uh, I think we might be after the show live. Oh, that's right. We might be putting uh, Jordan's, Jordan's PC, PC together. together. That's exciting. Yes, yes. And I did just think of something. I forgot the RAM at my house. So <laughs> you have to run home and get it. So, yeah, oh, that's easy. It. Yeah, no, it's, that's yeah, it's, easy. it's not, not, yeah, it's not too far. But Dude, that's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I'm, I'm very excited for that. So, so for those live that are listening live, I think we're gonna. I think it's official. We're just gonna. Are we gonna keep? We're gonna end the stream. We're gonna start a new stream. Start a new stream. The PC build. The PC Late build. Late into the wee hours of the morning. If you guys, yeah. If you well, guys it's already kind of, you know, it probably won't be. It'd probably be like 45 to an hour. Okay. Know? They're not too long, right? Because, I mean, the it motherboard's depends. already in. You know? It depends I guess on if, if there's only. If it turns on or not, right? <laughs> that's really it. Because that's the thing. <laughs> that's the, We've yeah. had several builds that, uh, you know, huh. you press that power button and then you just go, huh. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is huh. exciting. One time. Why isn't that working? One time, this was our friend. Uh, we were building his PC, me and Jordan. I, David, you might have been there too. I can't remember. But we were at his house. We were helping him build his first PC, and he called in the big guns, you know, me and Jordan, to sure. go help. And <laughs> We're not the big guns, but people think they are. <laughs> we are, right? And uh, his PC wouldn't start, and I was like, huh? I, we narrowed it down to the power supply, and I'm like, well, let's jumpstart this bad boy. And I got a coat hanger, <laughs> and I think I impressed yeah. you, right, Jordan? Yeah. Because I just went... Funk <laughs> and sparks flew. Started right up after that. Yeah. Which actually, funny enough, after that, because I actually didn't know you could do that, because you just find the two pins that are power and just yeah, just power and yeah. essentially like a car, right? Boom. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. But after, so like, there's a bunch of different people on YouTube that do like PC channels and stuff, uh-huh. and you can tell the ones that have been doing it for years because they're because I've seen those guys do it before. They're like, oh, this won't work. Let's just jump start it. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! Uh, That is hilarious. Uh, That is funny. Guys, Gears Tactics. It's our Game Club Game of the Month. Come join us in Discord. There's discussion happening on our Game Club channel there. We did add a new channel to Discord this week. It's very exciting. For all of you achievement hunters out there, Mm -hmm. we now have an achievement hunting channel over on our Discord. And let me tell you, we have got some some big guys. Some ballers. With some big achievement balls in our community. And holy crap, well done. But if you need help, if you're if you have the achievement itch, we officially have the scratch. Have the scratch. <laughs> we have we have the wooden hand uh. to scratch it with over in Discord. <laughs> so come join us. Uh I th- I did I think in November I went up ten thousand gamer score. Because I wow. yeah, I purposefully was trying to I had actually reached out to like R fifty six Cooper, um, Freaky RO. Uh, some people that I know are really big achievement hunters and oh, yeah. said, hey, what do I do? Where do where I need to go? They pointed me in the right direction, went 10,000, and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this up every month. The next month I failed. I haven't done it since, actually. So. Yeah. Freaky. <laughs> well, no. Freaky's super cool because when he was he was moving yeah. and he was working on an achievement that was a daily achievement for like three years oh, that man. he had to keep doing. And so he was, he was like concerned that of all things to be concerned about moving. from moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, right? The move was his it was his achievement that he had to pull out his Xbox, you know, occasionally do that. So yeah, great like, question. There are some people in chat saying, I don't know what Discord is. Uh, I always, I, I apologize for assuming, but there are probably a lot of people in the community that might not know what Discord is. Discord is a chat application. You can download it on your phone. You can have it on your PC. You can have it in a web browser. Think of forums, uh, but modern day forums. Mm-hmm. It's instantaneous chat. It's super... Super great. There are chat rooms within it, and it, they're separated by topic. It is just a fantastic way to communicate, to get to know the community. We have a very active community there. It's a very positive place. Everybody is super cool. 
uh, just has fun, helps out with with games. That's where like our Destiny clan is there. Our if you're into battle royales, we've got a battle royale channel. Discord is really really cool chat application it's the number one used app on my phone let's put it that yeah. way not only that a lot of people don't know or don't use it anyway it has voice uh party chat that is better than anything else i've ever used in my life like the quality why did you laugh at that no i'm laughing at that oh <laughs> from our mod <laughs> from our mod <laughs> oh that's funny uh, way to represent the community <laughs> um uh <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so there's, we and we have public chat rooms as far as uh, voice chat as well. Uh, if you just scroll down to the bottom of our channel, you can just hop in and talk to people too. And the quality is outstanding. Yeah. There's nothing that tops the audio quality as far as Discord yeah, even goes. You can be on your no, phone it's really good. and it's fantastic. So. It's really good. So feel free to use it because we have open chat channels mm -hmm. in there as we well. Used, so yeah. whether you're playing on the PC or your Nintendo... That's the best Nintendo way to chat. chat. That's, that's yeah. the Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. You can get the dongle or you can just get Discord <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. on the Switch. Uh, we created party chat with our phones. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, call people. There was some big news in the world that is Xbox this week, and I want to go over I want to discuss it. The first one, the most obvious one, is the announcement, the teaser, that Bethesda announced that they are working with Lucasfilm Games, which they renamed this week as well to that's, Lucasfilm that's, oh, yeah. Games. On an Indiana Jones game. Oh, that's dirty. Exclusive to Bethesda. A lot of people are saying, is this going to be exclusive to Xbox? Is it not going to be exclusive to Xbox? We published a video this week and uh, here on YouTube. You guys can go watch it. If you're not subscribed, come subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I, I, I believe it. This is why you bought Bethesda to make this game, mm -hmm. these types of games that will pull people in. A lot of people are saying that this is their answer to Uncharted. I'm not I'm not sure that I necessarily agree with that. I don't think that Xbox looks at Uncharted and says, we need to make a clone copy of that game to have success. I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah. Uh, the big news about Bethesda producing this game and publishing this game. Uh, Todd Howard. Okay. Yeah, I know. Producer. He's the executive producer. And. Machine Games is actually the developer. Which is really cool because they're the Wolfenstein people. They know how to tell a story. A really good story. Now, they may have to dial a few things back. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe yeah, we get yeah, a hardcore, gritty well, actually, Indiana Jones. Wasn't the first Indiana Jones about the Nazis? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So yeah, it's right, right up the There we go. We're All good. the Indiana Jones are about the Nazis. <laughs> it's right up the those guys. <laughs> Weirdo. Uh... <laughs> I think Machine Games, because it's Wolfenstein and it's a first-person shooter, single-player game, I think the story gets overlooked a lot. Mm -hmm. That story is phenomenal. Very they are well phenomenal storytellers. Even number two. Number two in the first five minutes of the game has jaw-dropping things happen. They do a really good job of connecting you to characters, mm -hmm. of giving mm -hmm. you this emotional attachment. This is coming to... I believe this is going to be exclusive to Xbox. This is why Bethesda was purchased by Xbox. Imagine, it's coming on Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate. You'll be able yeah. to get it on PC. So Xbox PCs were Microsoft. This right? is why Xbox bought Bethesda. Jordan, agree with that? Disagree with that? What, do you, what are your thoughts there? No, I agree. I mean, why... And we've said it millions of times. Why are you buying a uh, $7 billion company... To, to share your toys, right? Is yeah. what we're saying, right? And and if you think about it, every other purchase purchase they have made has gone this course. Uh, Ninja Theory, 
Ninja Theory. Uh, they had Hellblade yep. that I believe was on. Was it on the? It was PlayStation? on PlayStation first. Yeah, first, Came and out then there first. and then Xbox and then PC. Now Hellblade Two, as far as I know, Exclusive, Xbox and baby. PC, right? Yeah. So we've seen this happen with with people they've purchased before. Bethesda just happens to be one of the bigger, if not ones. the biggest. I mean, one. it rocked the boat. Yeah, it really did. But I think machine games. So moving on from that, I think it'll be Xbox PC. It'll be a Microsoft exclusive. It'll game be a Pass. Game Pass yeah. exclusive, right? Machine games. I think that's a perfect pick for this type of game. Even if, let's say, people are comparing it to Uncharted, right? Even if this game is meant to compete with Uncharted or like a Tomb Raider, I think Machine Games is the perfect developer because if you've played Wolfenstein, it's a linear, story-driven experience. Yeah. And that's what Uncharted and Tomb Raider are, right? So I think they picked the perfect developer. I'm excited for And they, like we talked about, they know the Nazis. So yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they have a they background. Do. They know the Nazis. They so. do for our video, so we don't have to keep refreshing. We should just throw up Indiana Jones. Uh, I'm well, just going to keep okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Will that get copyrighted? Uh, well, uh, this, this, yeah, see, that's oh, the thing. maybe. Yeah, this is, uh, so for, for those of you listening or watching the... It's literally the, a 30 second teaser. That well, it's 30 seconds, this. but it's only half. So it's like 16 seconds long that I have to keep pressing <laughs> the refresh, the refresh button. button to loop Spicy. this footage. Spicy. I want to get your initial thoughts on this huge news from Bethesda Games. First off, exclusive to Xbox. Agree with that statement. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Too. Uh, I think I think it's very wishful. <laughs> We've said this before. I think it's very wishful thinking. A lot of people, is this going to be it's going to be exclusive. This is there is no way. And, and I'll I'll be honest, if it's not as consumer friendly as releasing it everywhere would be and I do really like that Microsoft is very consumer friendly, if it's not an exclusive to Game Pass, I think that is in my opinion I think that is a foolish mistake on Microsoft's part. Yeah, no, they're not yeah, going to do that. Yeah, that's, so. It's like Netflix letting Stranger Things be on Amazon Prime. What's yeah. the point? <laughs> exactly. What's the point? Yeah. Like, oh, well, come come subscribe to our service, except you can also watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like, no, they're not going to do that. So, anyways, what are your thoughts? Because I figure this is right up your alley. This is kind of your game. India, I see you as an Indiana Jones man. I'm, I, I like my history. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an archaeologist at heart, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean... It's going to be good. I mean, it's Indiana Jones is awesome. I mean, just story wise. I mean, 80s Indiana yeah. Jones, not not the later one. Yeah. Not the alien. Not the Crystal Skull. Not the Crystal Skull <laughs> alien one, which is very disappointing. Not the Shia LaBeouf. Not Indiana that one. Jones. No, I'm talking about OG, which this looks this looks like the OG. I, I, we're watching this trailer. I actually really like that Bethesda is some uh, is a place you can go because it's stamped, yeah, it's stamped and it's like Bethesda. passport book. Yeah. It is passport book, yeah. Well, I'm trying to look at all the There's books probably, and paperwork it, because it's probably hinting at And where, I bet you that's like maps you know right I mean? there that yeah, we're going to get so. in game, so... Junior, I mean, I quote this. I quote this movie all the time in the show. I've done it for years, and I quote. You know what? I'm one of those guys, and there's probably a lot of people out there in the world like me that just randomly throws a quote from a movie you like <laughs> into a conversation just to gauge, just to gauge what your knowledge is. No, well, just to knowledge. gauge what kind of personality <laughs> the person I'm talking to is. You know, sure. like I'll have Anchorman quotes, I'll have Goonies quotes, I'll have a lot of '80s movies quotes. Yeah, yeah. and. uh yeah, I I, the, I do that all the time, and then I do that with Indiana Jones a lot. So uh, I think I think this has potential to be a very 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 good game. I mean, you just gave people a reason to be excited about the Xbox. Yeah. I think this this is a part of why the future is bright for Xbox. But purchasing Bethesda, opening yourself up to these types of titles, exclusive on your platform, yeah. on your Game Pass subscription service, this is what. This is what they needed. It's yeah. it's big news. Well, and this is exciting for Bethesda and Machine Games because it's kind of something new for them. Yeah, something fresh, right? Well, it's still Nazis. Yeah, well, yeah. 
But machine games, I think they do get overlooked as storytellers. They very good storytellers, it, and it's fantastic storytellers. So it's very exciting that they're doing this. So, I I cannot wait. I don't think we're gonna see this anytime soon, though. I think this is either at the soonest holiday 2022 or even 2023. Well, they only have a 16 second trailer yeah. at this point. <laughs> so oh, yeah, this is just uh, very content. initial. Can we can we talk about the other big Lucasfilm thing? Yeah, go ahead. Ubisoft. Yes. So what's right. interesting about this is I think either EA lost the license or just didn't renew it because it used to be EA was the Star Wars developer, right? Now we're getting other developers like Bethesda and Ubisoft. Ubisoft is... It's been announced that they are working on a new open world Star Wars adventure. Do it to me, baby. Yeah. Open That's exciting. world. That's all we know about it. There's no 30 second trailer or anything like that. We know it's going to be an open world Star Wars adventure. And we do know it's being published uh, or it's being developed by Massive Studio, which is the people in charge of the division. Okay. They're pretty good at building worlds. I mean, division is a quality I, they world. They built New York and Washington, they built dystopians. Yeah. I mean, they sure have. Star Wars is just a giant dystopia. So I was talking to uh, our barber okay. about this. We were chatting about it, and we kind of talked about, you know what? If Even if this game was just a Star Wars skin of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I think I'd be okay with that. I don't need yeah. anything fancy. I just want an open yeah. world give, fun experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. So give your Viking so I'm a lightsaber you, and go to town. Yeah, I'm wondering. Do you think it's going to be something like that, or do you think it's going to be more no. RPG division like? No, I, I think you've got to go be, RPG division like. Actually, just put it over the division skin, and instead of bullets, change the bullets to lasers and give yourself a lightsaber think, and go to town. Do you think it'll town. be a looting type of game though? Dude, you know? in the Star Wars universe, that would be amazing. Don't you think so? I'd I never don't, even I don't considered know. that. I don't know. How would you do it? Because like, oh, like, how I, would you do it? You'd have boss fights. Well, no, I, I get that end you could have boss fights. You could do way more with stuff. it than you can do with Division. Yeah. But would it work yeah. in the respect that like, oh, I got that lightsaber upgrade. I think know, not only does lore, it work, I think you instantly put it on par with Destiny, which Division is seen as like a second tier, I no, think. Jordan, it's a fantasy world, even though it's a fantasy world in space. Yeah, so I guess you can you totally can make have. Up, I mean, I mean, Disney I mean, makes up whatever. Like world a Mandalorian. I guess. Yeah. I guess you can do whatever you want. Like a Mandalorian, <laughs> they're just trying to get those armor pieces. <laughs> yeah, makes up any lore they want. Yeah, so I guess I, you know what you're right. By today's standards, I guess you can just. And and you'll you know. you can, you'll be able to get the bombs that actually have gravity in space. You'll be able to yeah, upgrade those yeah. to have like the gravity yeah. edition. Drop those. Uh, Woo! And no, the yeah, laser would, cannon shots that have gravity in space too. I mean, I guess, I guess I'd be fine with both. I'm. We were just talking and curious. Like, do you think it's going to be more leaning towards an Assassin's Creed style open world or more of a division open? I world? think we go. I think going division would be cool. Would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. I guess in the online game, you upgrade your lightsabers. So yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Why not? Anyways, well, regardless, uh, well, you don't necessarily need to just base everything on lightsabers. Lightsabers could be like the end game weapons. Well, oh, I'm, yes, it could please. be like the online game where a Jedi is a class, or you can pick a trooper, a bounty hunter, Mandalorian, you meant, yeah, Mandalorian with unstoppable armor. Yeah. See, they'll have to nerf that. No, but if it's multiplayer, if they do a rock paper scissors format, Mandalorians could be the ones that take out Jedi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jedi can be the ones to take out stormtroopers, and stormtroopers could be the ones to take, take out, out the Mandalorians. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. You see, you could do that. You could, yeah. No, absolutely, it would be amazing. No, Why yeah, not? it would be fun. But that's the other big one. So Ubisoft and Bethesda are developing the new Lucasfilm games. Which is very, very cool. exciting. Good, good for good for Ubisoft. Congratulations, that's a big get. 
Yeah, that is actually. No, you just. I don't know if that's like going to the dance with the prom queen. If that's incredibly exciting for the studios or incredibly stressful or for daunting. The <laughs> I will say, have you guys either of you watched season two of The Mandalorian? Not yet. I've no, seen I'm, episode one. It is. And I am impressed. Two. I I had written it off. I didn't even want to watch this season because last season was just. It wasn't like bad. Just for me, it was blah. It just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's actually why I stopped watching it. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was and just, then over Christmas yeah. break, my wife was like, let's watch it. And I was like, oh, okay, let's watch it. And immediately it hooks you. The story is fantastic. The ending is really Stuff happens. It's very good. I was very impressed. I was blown away, actually. So five different sources in one week, it was last week, told me you should watch The Mandalorian Season 2 because it's really good. But you should watch Clone Wars before it, because I haven't finished Clone Wars. So there are. So I, I no, only, spoil, we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah, I only know Clone Wars vaguely from passing by the television when Jordan and my youngest brother watched it. Mm-hmm. But there are characters from Clone Wars, and it all ties in together. It's very, it's very. They did a very, very well done. So I'm on right now. I'm on. I'm halfway through season two of Clone Wars. So I'm watching that to watch this. That's how excited I get over wow, Star Wars stuff. Good. Well. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I've only seen episode one, and episode one kind of starts out like the episodes in season one, where it's just kind of, yeah. I think our barber put it the best way as well. It, it was like a monster of the week episode, you know yeah, what I mean? And that's, that. all, that's all season one was, that. and that's kind of why I fell off, right? Yeah. So episode one of season two kind of starts out the same way, but the way they leave it cliffhanging, it's actually, it's, there was that story and then an overarching story within it, was it good. right? Yeah, so they it's did like, a yeah, very so good job. This it's it's much better. In fairness, and I'm not done with it yet. So. In fairness, but boy, Will says I thought season one was great. In fairness, in the middle of season one or like a couple episodes in, The Witcher came out, and I jumped ship and watched Witcher first, and Witcher was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. and then when you go back, when you go from phenomenal to just even good. It's a very big disappointment. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher, well, I, I think they did a fantastic and job with And I'm not trying to say, and I don't think you were either, I'm, we're not trying to say season one was bad. No, it wasn't bad. Because it, was it was just okay. Like, I, I was expecting... I just felt... Eh. That's how I felt. Whereas, I felt like it was Monster of the Week. Yeah, you whereas know what I mean? Witcher, when I jumped over, it was like, yes! It was this, it was this is what mul- I wanted from the Witcher! Yeah, it was multiple storylines tying together to tell one big story. It was very well written and good, I, I thought, right? But I mean, so... But no, I mean, I'm excited for season two of The Mandalorian. And, Andrew uh, Kulinane. Left a super chat. Thank you very much for the super chat. He says the young Indiana Jones was amazing. Mm. It's true. It's true. Much better than the old Indiana Jones. Uh, and more importantly, much better than aliens. Like, don't <laughs> don't give me that cop-out answer. What is it's that, a Deus Ex? Isn't that a Deus Ex, basically? Deus Ex uh, Machima. What, how do you say it? I don't even know. I just say yeah, Deus Ex. Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah. Deus Ex Machina. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, how are we going to tie this up, guys? Old Indiana Jones, Shia LaBeouf is here now. What do we want to do? Aliens. <laughs> All right. Done. Let's do it. Was there even Nazis in that one? Is it the flaw? Is it Big Bang Theory that points this out? I'm sure lots of people pointed this out, but oh, I know it from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's the first that in movie. In the first Indiana Jones, if you removed Indiana Jones from the entire equation, the exact same timeline happens. Well, the exact in- same. It's, it's They talk about... She so they do talk about it in, in Big Bang Theory, yeah. but it's well, also that's it's talked, it's talked about, about it. everywhere. It's talked about how it's not necessarily the most well-written because if you take the main character out, the plot... L- rolls out the exact, the exact same, same way. way, and if you think about it and watch it and take Indiana Jones out in your mind, yeah. it actually does roll yeah, out the exact same. Always way. ends with the Nazis opening the chest and dying. But the problem is, <laughs> <laughs> the problem funny. is, is like you know that, and it hurts you because you it like does, it. I'm, 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 you're like, well, no, because well, I went through all the Big Bang theories <laughs> recently because uh-huh. I never finished them all, and they got to that episode, and I was like, and you think about it, and you're like. 
they're right. Yeah, it's like, and I know that that's probably like urban lore or that's been said before. They're just popularizing yeah, it in yeah. their show. But I thought, well, they're right. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's it unfortunate. Does, it does kind of kick you, yeah, you in the nuts. Yeah, because it hurts. You're like, well, but I like Indiana Jones. <laughs> kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. And they counter it, too. They're like, well, but wait a minute. What about this? And they have an answer for everything. Like, and they're like, well, well no, because they opened it anyway. Yeah, like, no matter like, how you write yeah, it, like, the Nazis yeah. get the chest open it and they all die. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Uh, uh, one of the other big news stories in the Xbox world this week that I just want to discuss briefly is Xbox coming to PC, which is a recent thing, going to Steam, which is a recent thing. So Steam every year releases its top of Steam, its top 100 for the previous year. So this is top for, for top 2020 games sold on their platform. And the Microsoft exclusives, the Microsoft games did very, very well there. Uh, in the top 100, so they they break it down. They have categories: platinum, gold, silver, bronze, and that's how many based on total revenue for the year. In the platinum category, Xbox technically had no games. However, Bethesda had Doom, which is now an Xbox game. So that's I think that does bode well for the future of Xbox having that. And and in every category, it shows you the powerhouse that is Bethesda. Bethesda mm-hmm. had not only games but multiple games in each category. But in the platinum one, Doom was there. So. Uh, in gold, though, Sea of Thieves. It's a popular game. Sea of Thieves on PC, on Steam, crushed it, as well as Halo the Master Chief Collection, also in gold. That's very impressive mm-hmm. for the PC, for both of those games. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well done, Microsoft. Going over to silver, Microsoft Flight Simulator was silver, which is huge considering it just dropped this fall. When did it drop? October? In the fall. Yeah, October, I think. So you only had really three months of 2020, and it may it beat out most games on Steam in sales. Shows you the power that is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Again, I think it's a console seller when it drops on the oh, Xbox. Yeah. Do you want us to talk about that? Wait, just show me any thought. Just jump that in sound, whenever. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting information, David. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that. I actually really am. That's interesting. On bronze, uh, last last their last level bronze, they had Ori and Will of the Wisp on bronze. Grounded. On bronze, which is technically still in yeah, which beta. is an, another fall game and in early access. Yeah, so. um, and Age of Empires two definitive edition, which is a you know fifteen twenty year old game. Yeah, it's actually more than that, like close to thirty years that did well. So well done. I, I you know that's oh, a good look for Microsoft overall. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, there we go. Overall, I think this proves the concept of Game Pass. I think this proves the concept of the strategy of Xbox that. Hey, let's 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 bring these games. Let's let's be Xbox exclusive. Let's have let's have this game pass thing on both PC, on Xbox, and then let's release. Let's see how these games do on Steam. I think it proves the concept. I think it shows that PC audiences will play your games. I think if you notice here too, there's a common denomination here outside of Doom. I think Doom is just a quality single player. Oh, yeah, excellent. Game. I mean, it doesn't multiplayer, but it's it's just a quality shooter that everybody wants to play. A lot of these games are multiplayer games. In fact, all of them, uh, minus Ori, are multiplayer games. I do think multiplayer games probably trend more on yeah. on Steam, particularly competitive multiplayer. Halo Master Chief Collection crushed it there. Sea of Thieves. I mean, how many streamers were playing Sea of Thieves? And not just streamers, but big streamers oh, yeah. playing Sea of Thieves. So being on computer is a solid quality. I think you're going to see PlayStation 
start to go there as well. It'll be they have already a little Nintendo bit, does. Know? Yeah, they had Horizon Zero Dawn, which did make the top 100. It did make bronze though. And I think I think like become huge. So the, a few of their titles are making it over to PC, yeah. right? Which yes. is which is so good. I think that's going to be the future. I do think this proves the concept of Xbox's strategy going forward, furthering this idea that honestly I think the future is bright for Xbox. Everybody wants to live in the now, and right now. In between consoles, we're, we're living off of the high of the PlayStation 4. Xbox just didn't do as well. But you can't live in the now. you got to look at the future, and Xbox has set themselves up to just do really well. I know I'm going to get some, you're just a fanboy, blah, blah, maybe, but that's that's what I'm seeing. That's the analysis that well, I have you, based I mean, off of off of where they're going, what they've yeah. said, and, and, and what the results have been so yeah. far. And I mean, fanboy, fanboy or not, you can't deny that Microsoft's long-term plan is looking good, and the, that long-term plan is is Xbox Game Pass. Oh yeah, Game is, Pass is game basically Game Pass Ultimate, and this play anywhere you want. You know, I love the fact that I can on Game Pass, you know, play a game and then jump over to the PC and play the same game if it's also available on that Game Pass as well, right? Yeah, cross save, cross play, all that fun stuff. Right? Agreed, agreed. Uh, Spice, any thoughts on this? Any ideas? Yeah, Microsoft's plan is to buy everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that'll I win. Mean, that'll win. I mean, and buy everybody. He good. who has the most money wins. Bethesda one came out of nowhere. Oh, that right? was, that was yeah, a pretty big news. That, well, it's interesting because didn't they try to buy everybody once in the '90s? But they did it the wrong way. They just went out and did it. Well, right? they, now they they're kind of weaving in and out. And the doing problem it, you know, is right? in the '90s they bought things that politicians use, right? <laughs> Politicians aren't gamers, so yeah. I think they're in a safe so space see, now here. They're coming at it from a different direction. <laughs> they're coming like, out, hey, yeah. They're going to swing this we way. We can own everything. We just have to <laughs> go at it this way. You know? As long as they don't do any mobile games or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because it was all like the... All the companies that they were purchasing well, didn't was they, for like the didn't they single-handedly almost break the gaming industry? Because didn't they buy up all the DirectX stuff? Yeah, well, yeah, that's why it's called the Xbox. Well, no, I know, but didn't they like... They buy it up and everybody was like, what, are you guys going to do anything with it? What, what's going on? Because <laughs> I don't think they did. They didn't buy it up for the Xbox, did they? They bought it up for Windows and some guy was like, well, what if we took a laptop and put it in the living room? <laughs> and then the Xbox kind of came to be, right? You know? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, interesting. I, I like that that's what they had to think of when they could have just said, why don't we make our own Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> well, like the the in the guts of the first Xbox is just it, it's just a PC. That's that all it is. Yeah. Some guy was like, "Oh, give me a box. Grab me some tape. Let's make this sucker." Well, that's why like, you could. Uh, that's why you could mod them all. <laughs> well, it's like the color green. If you ever Ryan McCaffrey did a really good for my gen did a really good interview with all the Xbox heads, right? And they had a couple of the original people who helped make the Xbox, and they talked about. I think it was during this interview they talked about why it was green, and they said that's the only marker that was on the table. So they just yeah. grabbed it. And they I think a lot of stuff. There are there are decisions yeah. made with iconic pieces of hardware yeah. or, or th cultural pieces that were well thought out, and there are then there are decisions made that Shoot are by just the because decisions. it's what you had to do, yeah. you know. And sometimes those are the most interesting stories. Yeah. So uh, let's let's pull up some some cyberpunk gameplay because we yeah. do have to talk yeah. some cyberpunk. Some big news with cyberpunk happened this week. Yeah, so cyberpunk. Jordan, tell us tell us about the apology. Yeah, cyberpunk came out with uh, an official apology and roadmap for the future. So the apology was your it was just an apology by the uh, the co-founder of CD Projekt Red. In a nutshell, you can watch it. It's about a I think it's like a five ten minute video something like that. You can watch it. It's basically him apologizing for the state of the game at launch. What they're going to do in the future, they're going to fix it. They're not going to leave anybody behind, whether old console or new. 
basically kind of what they did. They, he, he took full responsibility and he said, this is on the executives, not the development team. He said, ultimately the executives are the one that said, Hey, let's, let's put it out and basically don't blame the development team. They're hardware, you know, all that. So you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say typical corporate apology, sure, but it was kind of I mean, your it is, typical it is corporate what apology. It is. Yeah. So he, <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Although he, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Well, yeah, you finished, was, you finished the game. Well, I no, want to, I, I want to know. Do you think the apology was warranted that he needed to apologize? I think for older consoles, maybe. Okay. You know, well, this was a, definitely this was Mark a total, shaking his head. Yeah, with, this is a total. With a hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they should not have released that on the old hardware unless it was polished, and it was not. Definitely yeah. was not. They 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 forgot to play test it on the yeah. old hardware. Well, what's interesting? What's interesting about that is I thought I read somewhere, and you, chat can correct me if I'm wrong, and I might just be spreading rumors. This might be headline reading that I'm doing where I didn't read the article, just headline, but. I saw something that like 80% of players are no longer playing Cyberpunk, who had initially purchased it, are no longer playing it. I, I am one of those because I, after I saw what the PC could do, I'm waiting for, yeah. for it on the Series well, X. What's interesting about that is I I think that statistic is a little bit... Also, it's a 40-hour game. Yeah. I, you know, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things. I bet you like The Last of Us Part Two all of a sudden, probably after about two months in, had a huge drop yeah, off had a because huge everybody drop. beat the game, right? Okay. It's a 40-hour, 100% everything. Okay. Yeah, it's not too long. Game, which, which is actually, last week which too, actually is not necessarily bad because it's kind of like, oh, okay, that was a nice, good experience, right? You know, now you move on. But you do have a complaint, though. They did release a roadmap. Oh, yeah, the roadmap, I think, is... it's it, The roadmap was just PR. It's it's nothing. It's just kind of... I mean, even if you look at the roadmap, they did it in Word real quick and just sent it out. So but, so uh, if you look at the roadmap, the roadmap, go Google it. Just type in the Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 updates to roadmap. They literally just drew a line, it looks like. <laughs> they put before... 20, they have 2021, like, a third of well, the way on the line. Before it, they have hotfixes, patches... Yeah, so they have the previous hotfixes they already had, the three just yes. before the, the new year. And then they have patch 1.1, which is coming out in January, and they have patch 1.2, which <laughs> is coming out in February, which, yeah. by the way, we already knew about. And then they have the rest of the year kind of Blacked squiggled out. out, and they it says free DLC, it free next-gen upgrade, funny. and then multiple updates and improvements. So basically... No specifics. Well, what's funny is this doesn't actually tell us anything so we didn't already yeah, know. So it's not really a road... Because traditionally, in a roadmap... You get this DLC is coming out on this date. This DLC is coming out on this date. Then we're gonna do multiplayer at this date. I'm gonna see if I can find it online real quick. Yeah. So it's 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 just I I think the roadmap is funny. It's it's a pointless roadmap because it basically says it basically says okay we're coming out with patch 1.1 and 1.2 in January and February which we already knew about and then the rest of the year we're gonna come out with stuff too and it was like oh okay like it just it it just kind of. Let's see if it's, it's just an interesting roadmap. Although one thing we did take out of this roadmap that we, because we already knew that we we're getting free DLC too. Yeah. The one thing we did take out of this roadmap, which may be a disappointment to some, is the free next gen console update is coming out the, the latter year. half of this year. So probably fall. So probably fall. So that may be a bummer to some, but the the reason I, like I this laugh. Roadmap. It's funny. <laughs> the reason we I sh- laugh at the roadmap is because it essentially tells us nothing. Yeah. So that if, we already like, knew. I could yeah. see it on the grease board. Okay, what we got here, and this is what we're gonna release. Let's just when we when and we announce just our, squiggle marks here. When we announce our apology, and just let's put just drop this stuff. Multiple <laughs> updates. So yeah, it, yeah. It, all right, make this look good, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony, my uh, intern, and then blast it out. So. That's 
that's, that's so if the X One Bros were to do a roadmap for 2021, similarly to to the way that Cyberpunk did theirs, which we're not piling on to Cyberpunk, this is just it it's is just funny. funny. We would basically have 2021, and then we'd have 2022 on a timeline, and in between we would just say, "Stuff is coming." <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what the roadmap so, here is. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the one thing we did take out of it is we do know that, and they announced this during the video as well, is that the free next-gen upgrade is still coming. The graphical update for the Xbox Series X yeah. is still coming, but it'll be the later half of this year. So that is a little bit a bummer to those that have it on the new console. But I understand that they have to fix the game first. That being said, my initial review I think still stands. I think the the core of the game is good. I think the setting of the game, Mark said it's one of the best open the world, world settings. Yeah, Arenas, the world development is amazing. Sandboxes. It, well, and it's the, the map is just so good. Uh -huh. But what makes you forget that the map is so good is there's like three of the same fat lady walking around yeah. in the tightest yeah. jean shorts I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. When when are you going back? You know what I mean? When are you going back you to out. this game, Spicy? Once the the update hits. So the I next have. Gen. So, yeah, so I have. But the next gen update or the. Two updates. This uh, if you look at my diagram right up here, <laughs> your roadmap, oh, like right up here, yes, uh, in that black squiggly marks is where I plan on playing, <laughs> which is sometime between now and 2022. <laughs> yes. yes, when when the uh, when the full on next gen update hits, so 4K yeah, yeah. full power to my new to my new Xbox, right? Yeah. that's when I'm gonna play it because I want to experience that. So I've stopped playing. Mm -hmm. Just because now I wanna I wanna play it when this game is same. Meant I to stopped be. playing when we I think was the last pod, the podcast where we were showing off footage from the PC. Version. I think it was right before Christmas. Right before break. Christmas, yeah. and it was like I want that. Wow, yeah. yeah, looked really good. Which interestingly enough, this is still the number one selling game on PC, which makes sense. PC because it's not broken. It's not broken, and you it get still all those upgrades issues, but it's not and stuff like that. Well, so the the place where it's taking the most flack is Xbox and PlayStation Four, the, the, which the, is your yeah, largest, which is your yeah. two largest player bases. Exactly, most people the most that's consoles, what they still right? have. The so what's interesting is this: the, the update, the next gen update coming right before Christmas, it looks like, or in that fall era. This could well, be the number one selling game next yeah. Christmas as well. It could be. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things that. I mean, a great game is a great game. Well, and maybe by the end of this year, we'll have a full-on expansion. To With the, I mean, we are getting those free depending, DLCs Depending on well. how these patches go and the free DLCs, which he did talk about, will be very similar to The Witcher's free DLC, which was a lot of good DLC. You had different you know, beard packs, like cosmetic packs. You had uh, quests that they added and stuff like that. So really cool That stuff, is so. That is amazing. But anyway, yeah, I, I think the game is good. Uh, the core of it's good. It's just a shame the way it launched because... Mark said it too. For every good thing there is, which there's a lot of good things, there's almost one thing that holds it back mm -hmm. with bugs and stuff like that. That being said, I haven't played it on the base console, so I don't know that full experience. But from the Xbox Series X experience, I enjoyed it, but it's a shame the way it launched. Yeah. You know? Well, if they do have a plus, this roadmap makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy it. Uh, I think they had funny. to put this roadmap out for like PR type thing. It's you know totally, what I mean? That's to, what it to, is. To totally. just like, oh, we see that they have a plan. Well, and it does How show big. that they're like trying. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're, they're trying. It's a company that's not used to being transparent. This is them trying to be transparent. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's an almost endearing one because kind of endearing. Yeah. it makes you want to hug them yeah. <laughs> because of who they are. I mean, I don't know. 
there's probably a lot of people that have played The Witcher on day one. Uh, there's probably a lot of people that played The Witcher just when it came to Game Pass. But The Witcher on day one, I don't, I can't, I mean, I don't want to say it was as bad as uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. But it had its issues. But it had a, a very good handful of issues that the company, CD Projekt Red, worked hard to fix. They brought multiple updates. They gave multiple free updates. They came out with, in my opinion, two of the best expansions I've ever played. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do trust that they'll, you know, f- fix some, some of the issues here and and kind of add maybe some cut stuff that they didn't make it into the base game and, and yeah. you know, hopefully make the game more playable on the base consoles and... Yeah, very. It's I mean, regardless, go look up the roadmap. It is it is pretty funny. It is exciting to see where this game goes. Captain Obvious in chat says I'm enjoying Skyrim too much right now to play it. Rose City Gamer says I feel like The Witcher 3 took six to eight months to really find a sweet spot. Yep, no, that sounds about then right. Then the DLC and WoW greatest of all time. Oh, yeah, that's that's about what you were saying. Yeah, No, I think yeah. to Captain Obvious Skyrim ready for this. So obviously Microsoft now owns Skyrim Skyrim <laughs> Skyrim is how old? How old is Skyrim? Came out What's in 2011. 2011, I think. Right? Skyrim. The release top date was 11, 11, 11. Top selling game. One of the top selling games on Steam this year, 2020. That is insane. You know the other one that's similar? Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah. Both of those. What do they have? They've got sandbox experiences. But while Skyrim's got while Skyrim, mods. While Skyrim, those mods. I mean, yeah. sandbox, so single player game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. I mean, that's that I think. I've said this before. I think that's the future of quote unquote the MMO. Is the sandbox yeah. experience? Look how many people are still buying the game, playing the game. If Red Dead Redemption could just do it to their game, we'd be yeah. sitting pretty. We'd be sit giddy up, as they say, <laughs> as the kids say. Yeah. Jordan, you really like Call of Duty Zombies, and it's free this weekend. What for those for those who haven't played it, who might want to jump in and try it this weekend? Tell us about Call of Duty Zombies. Well, it's very fun. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, a lot of zombies coming at you, yeah, at with once. your friends, and you shoot them. No, yes, yeah, so, and you try to survive. Yeah, Call of Duty is having the zombies free trial from the f- January fourteenth through the twenty first. What's cool about this is if you decide to buy the game afterwards, all your progress will be carried over, so it'll it'll cross save with you, if you will. It, but no, zombies is really fun. So I played zombies a lot in the very first game, World at War. If you remember that, then, you know, that's when I kind of fell off Call of Duty for a while. We came back in the recent years. Black Ops 4 Zombies was fun. We, we played a bit of that. It was really fun doing the, the I don't forget the name of the level, but it was basically Titanic, the Coliseum. You sure. know, you remember those levels? They're all really fun, right? This one, in my opinion, I'm not like a diehard zombies, right? I don't know the story or anything like that, but this one I think is just as fun. It, it's it's a lot, like Mark said, it's just Does a it ton. have story? Oh yeah, the zombies well, all have the, they they have stories. Well, when this I, I one guess. Is it, isn't Ronald Reagan in this one? But no, I mean, he, was, like, he was in the second one. Oh, the okay, second so one. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was the greatest cutscene ever. Do the zombies like? Do they have like backstory? And no, lore? No, yeah, no, yeah. There's there's a whole lore and story. And I think I, again, people can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not like a huge lore person into the zombies, but I think the zombie story carries across games as well. Like there's Easter eggs to previous. It does have a story. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really, yeah, it's, it's it's basically developed into its own gameplay. Now Mark's going to go you know? play yeah. it. Well, I mean, I've, it's I've, not like, I played like the first two versions. I mean, the first one that came out in World at War, you had to beat the game to play. Yeah. And so that's one of the campaigns that I did, you yeah. know, for <laughs> Call of Duty, because I, I really liked it, but I haven't been in the zombie scene in so a while. So it's not like the camp. I did not know that zombie 11653-8 had like a very sad story 
going yeah. on and he had a love interest and everything. Nazi I didn't zombies, know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like the characters have their own lore, like the characters that you play as, right? It's not like the campaign where you're going from mission to mission. There's cutscenes in between each mission because it's just, as of right now, just the, I believe it's just the one map right now. Or no, there might be. Anyway, it's just the the game. It's it's like when we played Black Ops 4. There's different maps, but there was like kind of story within those. Yeah. There's a few cutscenes here and there at the beginning, the end, you know what I mean? So, so anyway, very cool. I jumped into Call of Duty this week. Yeah, how'd it go? Uh, it was really good. I actually played the multiplayer. It was a lot of fun. How'd you do? That's the uh, question. I don't know. You could pull Kay. up the stream. I dominated. Were, now, did <laughs> I, you reach, seriously, I tore it up. Did you reach that point of confidence where you're like, guys, I can't die. Let's <laughs> yeah, pretty d- much. follow me. You should. You and should, then you uh, got sniped in the head? No, 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 no. That, that was Warzone. Oh, okay, okay. But that was that was also a good time. That was uh, with Spicy. Yeah, Spicy was, watched you like yeah, walk, was, walk past him. No, I was I was destroying that round. Me. Yeah, I had ten kills at that point. I they couldn't touch me. Uh, I was that, doing. I was doing. I, I was seeing the matrix. He had. A, I think you had eleven <laughs> kills. I had, had eleven kills. Where near the end, we have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> yeah. We had the high ground. They had to come to us. But no, Jordan goes. You know what? Screw this. I got 11 kills. I'm yeah. God. Oh, I got this, guys. I'm going to run straight in a beeline right towards somebody, a couple snipers uh, with no cover, not even going left yeah, or right. I was of he the just op- walked through. I was of the opinion that bullets were deflecting off of me at that point. He's like down it was, at the rim. It's like that scene in Dances the Wolves where he's fed up and he wants to die, and he's riding across on his horse yeah, with his yeah. hands yeah. open like this, and no one can hit him. And I'm Doc Holliday going, he's down at the water, yeah. walking on water. Walking on no, that, was, that was a really down good run. Like, and he inspires all the troops to come out <laughs> this didn't happen this didn't happen that way no, with jordan though his head blue got blown across the map three seconds uh, in and i'll tell you that takes you down because i was on a high i was playing really good that round it was just a really you had good a round kills. Yeah. that's a great round it was awesome and then just and we had it there yeah. <laughs> we had the win i wanted that cut scene at the end that showed our names and oh, everybody else that died yeah, so that was that was unfortunate he felt like god <laughs> i could feel it <laughs> Uh, no, but Call of Duty Zombies. I'm really enjoying Zombies. It's it's super fun. If he could, he would have thrown down his guns and pulled out his fisticuffs. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's oh. box, baby. <laughs> it was intense. But. Uh, Spicy, you've been playing Phoenix Immortals Rising. Yeah, it's a really good game. You like, like it a lot? Really good game. I'm uh, So I'm not very far in right now, um, but uh, it's got it's got great humor. It's It's the Zelda Breath of the Wild. That I can play on my Xbox. Is it what? Is it exactly what you expected it to be? That that's what you expected. It to I be. heard that, yeah. but I didn't realize how much like that that really, it is. Really. And it's in a you know Greek, Greek mythology. mythology setting, which I and is think I would prefer. I, I really enjoy Greek mythology from a story standpoint and bad guy standpoint. I really really like it. It's hilarious. Huh. It's a very they have can I I don't want to spoil something in, well it's in the first like ten minutes go ahead do it okay everyone that's gonna play this game this is a ten minute in spoiler okay just to kind of give you an idea a taste of the humor in this game so you appear and it, it's 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 Prometheus telling Zeus a story and okay. you're the story so okay. it's a, it's like that right there's like narration going on and you run you, you're learning and you jump in this hole. To find to find an axe, essentially, and then the credits come on, and Zeus is like, "Well, that was a great story because you died." <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, yeah. you know, and 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 all the credits were Zeus. That is hilarious. You know, th- there's like it's a very funny game. There's a tongue in cheek humor to it. I w- I really like it. I think 
this is a great game for adults and a great game for kids. Mm-hmm. It's a good family game. It's, yeah, it's not a co-op game. It pleases everybody. But it's it how the storytelling is done, like how Prometheus is it Prometheus? I think that's that's the right guy. Uh it's how he's telling it. It would be very easy for I would say even like eight year olds, seven year olds, ten year olds to watch. To not just to watch, to play because mm. It's narrating what's going on. It's it's not like Bastion, you know. <laughs> that's what you. That's what brought up Bastion. But it's it's and it's funnier and I it's it's nice, clean, child friendly game that adults really can enjoy too. I think it's a great game. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm very excited. That's one of the ones that I'm looking forward to jumping in and playing. I'm glad to hear that you. It's good. You I really, really like it. I'm excited to. 100% this game. So. Another one, and we watched the trailer before the show here. Maybe we could pull it up again. This is the Scott Pilgrim versus the World Redux. Yep. Redux. The, uh, complete edition. It's, uh, it's, this game came out, I think, probably 10 years ago, according to the trailer. Yeah, the trailer right? says yeah, 10 years ago. 10 years, yeah. Anyway, so Scott Pil- Pilgrim versus the World Complete, the game complete edition, is uh, coming out. It's actually available now. I believe it launched on the 14th, which was yesterday. It's on Xbox. It's a side scrolling beat em up style game 2d arcade beat 'em up style game but if you like scott pilgrim or if you like beat 'em up style games or if you like 2d arcade style games then this is the this game is for, for you. you no i'm really excited for this because so i'm not the biggest like like i like battle toads i like street uh the streets of rage thing but they're not like my go-to games you know the beat 'em up games why does this one appeal to but you? i don't know it's just fun i like the i mean that art style is uh fun so right? the the you remember when we had like 15, 20 years of not having these beat em up games? Yeah. And then we had a whole bunch come, you know? Yeah. This is the game that kind of brought back those, those games. games. Yeah. That and Castle Crashers. This Castle is, Crashers. Yeah. Fun, the, yeah. The, the, those, these, that game and this game kind of came out in the same time period. It's a very good game. Um, so I think, I think. So bringing it back, what are they redoing here? I'm. Well, they're just making it... Just making it available now available, for you? Available. I'm sure the resolution and all that stuff, right? They're making well, it available for new consoles, right? Also, it's an Xbox 360 game. Yeah. So you, you now can it play it on here yeah. and now. Series here, X. Here now. So. It but looks it looks hilarious. I, just, I know nothing I like, about Scott Pilgrim. I've not watched the movie. I would imagine to get the full experience here, I need to watch that movie. Well, and that's what I like. That's what appeals to me mostly about this game is the fact that I like Scott Pilgrim, the, the comic books, and then, of course, the movie was really good, too. Movie's but, fantastic, uh, David. No, I, I, that's why I'm excited mostly is the fact that it just takes place in the Scott Pilgrim universe. So, so is this out now? Yes, it came out yesterday. It's fifteen dollars, fourteen hey, ninety nine. Not, not, not a bad price. I'm willing yeah. to drop fifteen bucks. Can I tell you a story of how I was introduced to this movie? Yes, please. Because I was introduced to the movie before the comics and everything, right? Sure. Um, my friend, <laughs> just randomly, I haven't talked to him forever, calls me up. He's like, "You have got to go see Scott Pilgrim. It's like playing a video game, but in a movie." And I'm like, what? And He's is like, that really what it is? Because <laughs> you'll have to watch it to see what okay, it, what he okay. meant. Because it really is like, I was like, oh, this movie's awesome. Because oh. video people who enjoy video games, like traditional classic video games, would love this movie, and this well, and this game, right? Because yeah. just because how the movie is presented and how the evil exes are. And all this stuff. They're all boss fights, right? Kind of a thing. It's its a great movie. And I'm surprised you have not seen it. A lot of people that I know, a lot of people that I know really like this movie. Those people were also not. They wanted paper straws, right? Yeah. Well, they just didn't. On anything else, we don't share the same taste. And so that's why I was always like, mm, okay, I can imagine what this movie is. But then <laughs> but then, people who do share the same taste as me also tell me that it's great. So it sounds like it's just a great movie. Yeah, well, I 
I think you didn't. Okay, I could be wrong. There's like cross appeal. Yeah, yeah. You probably didn't like it because a lot of people told you you would like it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just my and that's how I am too. My own child childishness. And it was. Remember, this movie came out kind of before games were as mainstream as they are. Oh, okay. And it's a very video game centric movie. I, I gotta watch and it. it. I'm gonna has, watch it. Uh, wait, who's the main character? Is the main character um, Michael Sarah? Yeah, isn't that from? Isn't that uh, George Michael? George Michael yeah, yeah, from the Arrested yeah, Development. Yeah, yeah. he's the main character. Yeah, and he you know him. Really he's, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he just, he's just a fun. Th- and and yeah. it's done by uh, one of the. Uh, director like the director that did Hot Fuzz and stuff like that right Hot Fuzz was hilarious the the editing and everything it's brilliant it's an actually brilliant movie on how it's presented how it's edited how the story is told how the how the edits and cuts are made you had me at Hot Fuzz when I saw that movie I when he kicks that grandma <laughs> I, well, that movie's just I like... have not laughed that hard <laughs> In so long, because well, I saw that movie years after everybody else. I saw that movie for the first time like three years ago, two yeah. years ago, and yeah. I was dying. The, the style of humor is just like the part where he jumps over all the fences. Like, it's just so funny. I don't know. And he dropped. Well, and what's funny? That's a that's a drop. A take back to the zombie movie he did. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the again, Dead. Again, that I've humor, never seen that one. Either. That humor. Well, half the movie. So the movie's like an hour and a half. And the first hour and five minutes, they don't realize they're in a zombie apocalypse. It's hilarious. Like they just, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's it. so. I, it's, I consider now. This is going to be very niche of me to think of it like this, but I. And I'm sorry, I can't remember. I just my brain's going on a blank. But how how hot fuzz is how this movie is, and how um, like Shaun of the Dead is. You know how it's edited, like how they yeah. quickly edit and how things are brought in. Um, I feel like. The, the the director for those movies is like Tom Morello was for the guitar. The guitar, the electric guitar has been around forever. Eddie, when Once Eddie Van Halen came out, like it was like yeah. technical stuff like that. But then Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine comes out and does things with the guitar that you never thought to possible, yeah. right? And it changes things and, and you're like, oh my gosh, you can still innovate and stuff. I consider Scott Pilgrim and those style of movies to have changed stuff. Editing was kind of very gen- it started going very genetic it there was no like life brought into it but those movies and Scott Pilgrim and that style of editing really makes you enjoy the movie more because they're doing things that you have never seen before and it really is refreshing cool kind of a weird way to put that yeah. you know and you mm-hmm. but yeah very cool you would really enjoy the movie it's very very good yeah uh Dieter Pinklage says great analogy spicy Tom Morello doing like anti solos very anal- analogous to the editing yeah it really movie. is and speaking of like top, uh, our hot fuzz like so did you say cool off <laughs> so no he's like that's a shame you know like you gotta have those one lighters like that movie's great oh, so goodness. Scott Pilgrim versus the world the game 10 year anniversary it is here Jordan's very yeah, excited for very it very excited it's out now $14.99 on the Xbox very cool game pass we got a lot of games coming to Game Pass this month of January 2021, and we got a few games leaving. So games coming. We have Injustice 2 for solid. Android console and PC. It's solid. Which is which is very solid. Injustice was actually a really good storyline. Yeah, very I solid. I feel like. eFootball Pez, which stands for Pro Evolution Soccer, for those of you that Never played know. it, but everybody tells me it's fantastic. Yep. That's coming. Coming to Android and console. And when I say Android, uh, we're talking about... 
the cloud cloud play right that you can do which is very cool and then we got the little acre also the, android and console don't know Gen- let's just <laughs> don't say, know don't care let's just say it's com- let's just say it's coming to game pass yeah coming to game pass uh neoverse <laughs> don't know what remains of Eden? Love that game. Which is which quality was a game. Huge one. Very good game. Huge one. Yeah, if you've never played What Remains of Edith Finch, jump on it. Game Pass. You'll be done in three and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> and you can play this with with people because it's it's all story. Yeah, but it's very well done. Yeah, and then we also have Torchlight Three. That's a big one that you probably yeah. I I enjoy the Torchlight over. series. We played a little bit of Torchlight Three and then got distracted by other Torchlight things. Versus, Torchlight Torchlight versus Diablo. It depends on the Torchlight. Torchlight. And it depends on the Diablo. And it depends Torchlight on the Diablo. Torchlight 3, Diablo 3. Diablo 3. Torchlight 2, Diablo 3. Torchlight 2. Torchlight Diablo 2. Diablo 2. Wow. Torchlight Diablo 2 Diablo 2 is my favorite. Diablo 3. Wait, hold on. Torchlight 1, Diablo 3? Yeah. Torchlight 1, because it was more like Diablo 1. Oh, wow. So Torchlight is legit. Well, Torchlight is literally the developers that developed Diablo. Oh, yeah. I see. So and they, then they were like... Feel. I hate this place. Let's yeah. go make our own. Yeah. Like, the same people that made this place great no longer work here. Let's leave. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go make our own. Yeah. Let's leave. So, so that that one. So those games, all that I just mentioned, are available now. And then Ooh. we have a few. We have a few coming out on January twenty sixth. We have Cyber Shadow. On January twenty eighth, we got four big ones in my opinion. Oh, yeah. We got Yakuza Remastered three, four, and five. So there's three games coming out. On January 28th, and then the first the big one, big Microsoft exclusive here, the Medium, which will only be available on the Xbox Series consoles and PC, but will be available through Game Pass. So January 28th, we see the Medium, which that, is very exciting. That is exciting. Just to see what it's like. Even, let's say the game sucks. I just want to see what it's like to switch back and forth between worlds. Instantly. That, that is cool. It's that gameplay that's cool. It's interesting. It's 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 doing something different and new, mm-hmm. and that is what is so enticing about it. Yeah, very exciting. And then we do have four games leaving. One I think was a personal favorite of David's, uh, my friend Pedro. Oh, my friend Pedro is so good. <laughs> that is so. Did you spicy? You played my friend. I think Pedro, that's right? a great. Title, I have. I played a little bit. I have it downloaded because I saw that this was on the list, and I have to finish this game. <laughs> yeah. It is so fun. It is. Bloody Matrix. It's remember the Matrix games and we talk about them all the time on the OG Xbox where you could slow down time. That's this, but more bloody and more fun. <laughs> like it's so good. Yeah. I love my friend Pedro. So my my friend Pedro is leaving. Faster than light. FTL is leaving. Sword Art Online. Fatal Bullet is leaving. And then a big. Well, I mean, I think they're all big ones, but uh, a, a more mainstream one, I guess, would be Tekken Seven is Z- also. Can leaving. I? Can I add that FTL? You just briefed over that real quick. Mm-hmm. FTL is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it, you tell me that I would really enjoy that game. It's phenomenal. This is this was released back in the I would call it the golden era of indie games. You had a lot of really strong. The Meat Boy era. The Meat Boy era, yeah. yeah. This came out in that. Um, the music just blows my mind. The replayability of Faster Than Light alone is amazing. I have this game on my laptop. It's the only game on my laptop, Faster Than Light. Whenever I get stuck somewhere, I can disappear in my laptop and play Faster <laughs> Than Light yeah. for hours and hours and hours. It's just a really, really good game. If you have not played that game, it's kind of weird to look at, but it's really fun to play. Yeah. Best way I can describe it, uh, I would check that out before it's gone. Either way, it's a really good game. So, yeah. That brings us to the last segment of our show, the question segment. Question, 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 mm-hmm. question. Did you hear that echo? That's, <laughs> that was really, really, really good, man. It's high tech, it's high tech effects oh right there. Oh, my gosh. But it's 2021. It's our roadmap. 
We just added effects. <laughs> added effects in this blah area. <laughs> yeah. First question. To submit a question, first of all, you can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Hit the community tab, become a member, and submit a question. Blake Jenkins writes in and says, hey, bros, Game Pass has provided yet another gem. I recently started looking through Game Pass for some fun and games as a break from the hard and heavy hitters like AC and Cyberpunk. One of those games was Haven. And after playing it and describing it to my fiance, she has decided to download it and play it too. I haven't finished it, but the game has some stellar music and fun casual gameplay. My question, he says, while games like the medium are not my cup of tea, it does seem like we are seeing new and impressive gameplay features that make new and indie games very unique and fun to play. What new features of t or types of gameplay do you think are possible with this new generation of consoles and the rapid elevation of indie games into the mainstream of gaming? Side note, is it me or just it seem like indie platformers have some of the greatest music for games? I love the soundtracks in most of my favorite are in the platform yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, why do you think that is, Spicy? Why do you think platformers have some of the best music? Because it's more a part of the game? No, there's less hands in the pot. Oh. So, um, and that lets musicians yeah. that have been hired to do that have a lot more freedom to do whatever they want in the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I so that's, that. that's what I think. Well said. Well stated. So, so let's let me shorten this question for everybody. What f what new types of gameplay are we excited for? Do we think is possible in this new era of the Xbox? Spicy, let's start with you. Ah, well, I mean, let's look at loading times. <laughs> no loading times. Yeah, that's that. I, that sounds dumb. But right now. Even like Assassin's Creed and um, even the game I was playing to uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, the game I'm playing now, the loading times on that game, you can't even read the hidden or like the, the subtext that give you hints. Yeah, they'll have to get rid of those. Yeah, there's not going to be that screen anymore. It's They're going to develop the game as soon as the last generation's gone. They're going to develop the game to not have that. So it's going to be a seamless transition. Essentially an endless world. Correct. That's going to be completely gone. Right now we have them in like Assassin's Creed because they're making that for the old consoles sure. right, and the old hardware. As soon as we get past the point of no return on uh, hardware, no games are going to have loading anymore. It's just going to be gone. It's not going to be programmed that, in. That's exciting. Uh, well, true no load times, not destiny no load times. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I yeah. think hard drives will probably just get faster and faster, right? Correct. Yeah, and they'll be developed to not even Optimize, need it. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's really gonna be like that. Uh, with that, I think features are gonna when you're gonna have games like adventure games or um, like Grand Theft Auto open world games. I remember playing San Andreas, for example years ago and thinking it was amazing that you could have games within games and now it's it's a lot more common but that wasn't a thing back then like i would go bowling i would do there was like a bike track that i would do i'd had to in that game you actually had to go eat and work out to stay fit <laughs> yeah and if you went on too many dates you got your character actually got fat right um but what i'm what i'm talking about is games are now going to have um they're metaverses Correct. Like, let's take Vigor for example. Yeah. This is a, this is just a simple example. You have an arcade upstairs in your house that you go in. Super fun. Now imagine having not an arcade game, but having a legit 2010 plus, you know, or after Xbox game on that arcade that you're playing a game within a game 
a full-fledged Duke Nukem or, or yeah. you know, or a full-fledged Wolfenstein or a full-fledged something. Assassin's Creed, let's say Ubisoft comes out with something or EA comes out with something. You can play Madden 2020 in a game, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have that because the loading times and the hardware is going to allow that to happen. So I think we're, you're at the be- s- we're at the beginning of metaverses where true metaverse, not Roblox metaverse or even Minecraft metaverse where you're using their system to create games. But, and this is why it's again, not to toot my own home, but I believe I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> the future of MMOs is the grand theft auto oh, online yeah, I think style. You're right. Well, and you can, game. <laughs> well, like, like let's take mm. grand theft auto. We're in a, we're in a loft that I purchased and now everyone shows up. I invite them over virtually yeah. and mm. we sit down and we play Call of Duty on the screen. Yeah. A game within a game and it's a real game. And say you have to purchase that game within that game. You see, like that's the it's going to be crazy. I agree with you. I think that, that th- this metaverse concept is just that it's beginning. I mean, we've got an entire Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. It was the number one selling game or in the top 10 selling games every single month the entire generation with Grand Theft Auto Online Mm -hmm. and remains that to this day on now two generations later of consoles. That and imagine, that's amazing. Imagine that game if it didn't have a loading screen. Yeah, a loading screen. Because <laughs> that's what turned me off. And if the cell phone coverage works, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and and then now they can expand upon that. It's going to be amazing. Remember the five minute load into an online. Session? But imagine, oh. but imagine this. Imagine a new game built with today, utilizing today's technology, a new framework, yeah. the whole shot. That starts from today's point on. Well, I think what we're going to see is amazing. Ima- I mean, I keep saying this, the cyberpunk map. Like, yeah. imagine yeah. a game that actually can f- populate and make the world alive in that map where every building is something. You can go inside almost every building, right? And everything is unique in That's a certain exciting. way. Like, Jordan, anything to add besides the fact you disagree with me about MMOs? <laughs> yeah. I guess the counter to it would be that with this technology, MMOs will be able to do things that they've never been able to do before as yeah. well. And they'll improve as well. But a see, they're always going to be limited just a little bit. And the reason I say that is MMOs traditionally and probably in the future will always try to be allowed to be played on a potato. I see what you're saying. Because the, you want you want numbers. You in want everyone as you want everybody to be able to play it so the game is going to be limited in design not necessarily anything else but in design yeah to handle that so it's going to be very traditional for a long time eventually the cloud would take that away yeah that's true so we'll see if we'll see if we get to that point mm-hmm. by the end of this generation as you Sounds like a cologne. Cologne for men. As you as you by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. By Microsoft. <laughs> That's how they should do their they commercials. Should. Yeah. They should make a I would buy yeah. that cologne. Azure. Have like the a cologne commercial. They make no sense. Okay. They actually like a, make no it's sense. It's like a lion. All you need a, is a lion. A sheet blowing in black and white in the yeah, wind. In black and white. Just a lion on a white backdrop walking around. <laughs> A colored bottle of cologne. <laughs> colored bottle. And then have a girl just look over at it. Yeah, and then well, look away. And then a voice. Azure by Microsoft. By Microsoft. <laughs> and it's very like ASMR. Yeah. Like uh, the yeah. X1 Bros. We should have our own cologne. Yeah, yeah, we should. The X1 Bros. 
Buy the buy the X One Bros. <laughs> Get the Musk. That X One Bros. Uh, man Musk. Man Musk. By, from, by Microsoft. <laughs> we should call it the our column should be the X One Bros. Man Musk for men or women. <laughs> buy it now. <laughs> Powered by Azure. Yeah. Anyways, put I'm, this on. This is making me uncomfortable. Legitimately, <laughs> it's just really fun. It's it's why people like. Like I think, I think uh, like NPR, for instance, or the BBC or any of that type of stuff, I think it's boring. It's not. But the appeal to those is that's how they talk. It's like listening to a four hour cologne commercial <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. giving you the news. So it's so if we were to do the NPR version of the X1 Bros, it would be this. It would be this week. This week. We've here, got. Here, let me. Okay, don't talk loud. Okay. okay I want to be. Yeah. Really quiet. You, and you bring it up and then you take away any noise. And you talk very quietly and you say, this week, these games are being removed from Game Pass. It's like how Delilah talks. Yeah, that's, that's, it's exactly, but it's appealing. It's appealing because it's soft. It's quiet. And you're like, you really have to listen. And it's just, let me know when you do that. I'm going to do it right now. This week. Okay. Everybody shut up. Here we go. NPR X1 Bros. This week, Indiana Jones did release on Bethesda. Bethesda <laughs> announced this. It has yet to be seen whether or not this game will be exclusive. However, I think that it will be indeed be exclusive. This is exactly why Xbox purchased Bethesda in the first place. <laughs> it's like you can hear your tongue moving. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just really getting in there on the... It's the it's ASMR news. I wonder if I... Can I boost you too? Let me hold on. Yeah, you, okay, can hold like, on. you can like do my deeps. Oh yeah, I'll get you the deeps going. Here we go. We've, we've got this. Oh, it's a little bit... Uh, I'm gonna. Sc- I'm screwing everything up. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay. You're good. Xbox. Nice, nice and quiet. Uh, Steam did announce this week its top <laughs> 100 games, and Xbox did very well. While Xbox had no games on the platinum version, they did have two games: Sea of Thieves and Halo: The Master Chief Collection. Come in gold. <laughs> Dude, you really like. You literally have to whisper. That's the NPR version of the. We should add that as a maybe. Segment. Maybe games will add that as a feature. We should, the yeah. we should add that as a segment. The uh, NPR Bros. <laughs> the NPR Bros. Yeah. Okay, I gotta no, re-level you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I'm all. Yeah. I'm all quiet now. That is a really good question, though. What new features do we think will be coming? Because I mean, I I bet you there's a developer somewhere that's just thinking up some crazy stuff, Doing right? Because outside well, the the, box. I, the idea of just uh, the medium alone, just switching between two worlds, because now we can do it. Yeah. I mean, I never would have thought of that, right? No. And, I, and I think, and this may be controversial, but I think the gameplay features are more important than the graphics. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think it's really nice to have a pretty game, but you don't remember games because of their graphics. You remember games because of what they did. That's true. Right? Uh, for example, I don't, Although rem- Crisis, I don't remember... Crisis is kind of remembered no, because of its graphics. No, no, not not really. I'll use Crisis as an example. Crisis, although a, a, at the time, a very pretty game, it wasn't... It's not... The first thing you think of as Crisis was, holy crap, those graphics. You think, holy crap, physics. that physics engine, yeah, that's right? that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's why I wasn't necessarily upset with the uh, Halo graphics, although, like I said, pretty graphics do complement your game, Yeah. but... What was exciting about that Halo trailer is the gameplay, right? The, the direction true. they were going. It is exciting. It, games like Titanfall. I don't remember Titanfall 1 because of the graphics. I remember it basically switched up the first-person shooter it formula. Did. You could you run on I mean? walls. The whole uh, again, shot. gameplay features, right? Uh, again, I, I do really... Th- I, you know, gra- Pretty graphics are nice, but more exciting is what they can do with gameplay features. I mean, I know, I know we're an Xbox podcast, but I'm very excited for the new Ratchet & Clank game. Yeah, the rift between worlds because of that gameplay well, feature it's, of jumping between all those worlds. It's, it's essentially kind of the same thing as it's the medium. It's the same thing you know? that the medium is doing, yeah. and that's what's really exciting. So, 
Great question, though. Thank you very much for writing in, Blake. Appreciate it. Happy Mayo writes in and says, what's up, fellas? I want to toot my own horn for a second. AC Valhalla, I've 100%ed Ooh. it. Very nicely done. Happy Mayo. Congratulations. That means for the past two weeks, he's had no life at all. No life. Well done. He <laughs> that, is impressive. He that is impressive. He says, it took me just 120 hours to do, Very but nice. I finished it. For the record, Ivor is a badass, but I digress. He says, my question <laughs> When the Bethesda deal went down, do you think it would be wise for Microsoft to use this purchase as trading power? By that, I mean I'm Microsoft, I have the new Elder Scrolls, and Sony really wants it, and Microsoft says, okay, you give us the rights to God of War, and we give you Elder Scrolls. I mean, you could, in theory, do that. I don't think they're going to do that, though, but you could. doesn't matter to Microsoft because their focus is the ecosystem. Uh-huh. It feels like leverage to gain access to Sony's exclusive games. P.S., if you haven't played Deep Rock Galactic, it's pretty entertaining. Minecraft gameplay, Sea of Thieves feel with massive amount of monsters. We have had a blast with it. I have, we have played Deep, yeah. Deep Rock Galactic. Way fun game. But do you think that... I mean, they technically could. I think they could use it as leverage. I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't I, think they would either. I think you would muddy the waters too much. It would be... And I use let's use Netflix because this is really a Netflix quote-unquote model mm-hmm. with video games. Mm-hmm. Netflix is not going to want to give Stranger Things... To Amazon Prime. For Jack Ryan. For Jack Ryan. You know, what if it was more like temporal stuff? Like, go get me that Subway sandwich and maybe I'll think about it. That would be cool. That would be awesome. I, I'd be okay with that. You do my laundry <laughs> for the next five years and you can have it. <laughs> and you can have yeah, and you can have Halo for five years. You can you, you can have a Halo skin for yeah. five years. Yeah. No, I I don't necessarily do all our laundry, and then maybe uh, we're talking. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily have to because I think Microsoft's in a good position, right? I think PlayStation, as we've seen with Horizon Two, or sorry, not Horizon Two, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think it was Become Human, and even Hideo Kojima's latest game. The uh, one where you that? march around with the, the biggest backpack you've ever seen in yeah. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's actually a really fun game. Uh, oh, what's it called? Death, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Those yeah. all Sony exclusives have come to the PC, right? So mm-hmm. I think I think Sony, I mean, I don't know exactly what their strategy is. I don't know exactly what Microsoft's strategy is. But I think Sony sees value in spreading it out, at least to the PC, right? So I don't think, I don't think Microsoft has to do that because since Microsoft, let's be honest, is the PC... If Sony decides to, let's say, put The Last of Us Part Two or Uncharted on the PC, that's still a win for Microsoft, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's some good points. That's a great question. Happy Mayo. It's interesting. I would it's like to see. see how it plays I would. Out. I would like to see that room though. Like, hey man, the negotiating. Yeah, room? like if you do our laundry, <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Three massages a week. Yeah. <laughs> for. A month. <laughs> if that's how big boy business was done. Like world altering business deals, that's how they're done. But see, again, I mean it's two it's, and it's, a half. It's, you got a deal. It's tough because I think Sony's making big deals too because of Final Fantasy. I think that's a yeah. ginormous deal. Ginormous. Where it's PlayStation. We don't we don't really know it's kind of hazy. We do know that in the trailer. It said console exclusive PlayStation also coming to PC. Now, whether that's a timed exclusive, which I assume it would be, we don't know, right? So, I mean, Sony's making big moves, oh, too. Lines, so, I mean, lines are I, being yeah, drawn. I, which they are. Lines are being drawn in the gamosphere. The gamosphere? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, like uh, what I did yeah, there? Yeah, you coined that. Jimmy Figueroa writes in and says, Hey, bros, should Halo Infinite focus solely on being a next gen game and not try to play on last generations? 
He says, with what we saw with Cyberpunk's launch with Xbox Ones and PS4s, do they need to just fully, solely focus on the Series X? What is your guys' opinion? Well, I mean, yeah, yes, but I think I think they could have done a better job on. If we're on, talking about Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, oh yeah, they could. I, they could have done a better job on polishing, optimizing it, and optimizing it for older generation no, hardware. I think so. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The game is really incredibly good looking on the the new consoles. But also plays well on the old consoles. True, not as well, right? Because Cyberpunk was always—I mean, it's wildly ambitious. It, it, It's—they kept delaying it. Clearly, it needed to be done. We criticized it, uh, or at least I did, saying, "What are we delaying? Let's just get this out there." But no, it, it was the right call to delay. No, we, could you imagine what, at its original launch what yeah. must have happened there? Yeah, and it maybe it was the focus. And and in fairness, maybe they put that focus on the Series X and the next generation consoles because they want to make a good impression mm-hmm. there and, and took away focus from the last generation consoles. But I, I think there's enough time. I don't think the issues with Halo were technical necessarily. It sounds like it was more, this more overarching... Because what we saw at the release looked like something that could be played on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this highly ambitious graphical powerhouse. I personally... Yeah, tell me personally. I personally think Halo should do what the medium's doing and drop the old consoles. That's just me. I know, again, I know Microsoft very consumer friendly. I know it's very consumer friendly to to release the game to all the consoles. Right now, and probably come the time of the launch of Halo later to the end of this year, there will most likely be more older consoles out there than new. So, I mean, obviously you make more money if you release it to the older consoles. But um, I do think... But if you're interested, if sorry to interrupt, if you're interested in selling hardware, you cut it off to sell the new hardware, which yeah. Microsoft not necessarily is. They're, they 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 still are, but yeah. they're Game Pass is the Game Pass, Pass is their selling that's, play, right? That's the thing, right? And cloud. But I, I they've been pushing cloud for I a while. I do too. I do think with like I think it's probably because it's Halo with a Halo type game. I would have it show off all your new features of your new box, right? And I do think being developed for older consoles, despite what certain people on YouTube say, you when you're developing for an old console, you have to keep that console in mind, which, yes, 100% does hold back certain features of a newer console. I disagree with you. I'll give you an example. Destiny. The medium. Destiny. Destiny 2. Destiny 2 was, uh, when it came out on the older consoles, it was held back let's call it, held back, quote-unquote, by the vault space. You could not use a certain feature in your vault in order to up the vault space on the old consoles because of a, I think the developer called it a a memory issue, RAM. You could not use the compare feature. Yeah, but wasn't, sorry, but wasn't theirs due to their engine that they used? Because it it was was due to a memory issue. It was built for old hardware. And then, so on the new console on... They couldn't progress the game. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was people excellent. on YouTube are still correct. No, no, no. Are you talking about yourself? No, no, no. I never. I don't think. I no, no. I think. No, no. If it, no, I think it's the nature of the thing. If if you're developing for, no, I, the I, old Xbox and the Xbox time. Series S. Yeah, I'm just. You're you're being held back. A case in point is Medium, and another case in point would be Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, the new game, is only possible on the new hard drives. Well, it literally cannot be developed for the old. Well, consoles, I think right? another good example, probably a better example, is Microsoft Flight Simulator. 
Another yeah. better example. Yeah, I like that. That was a nice, yeah. uh, nice. Uh, but even <laughs> even just taking the medium, the medium, the way it switches between worlds is just not possible. Is not possible on that old hard drive. Therefore, if they had, would have developed it for both consoles, they that fe- gameplay feature would not have been able to do okay. what it's meant to do. Right. So, do you are you of the opinion you are? What you're saying is you think that yes, Halo Infinite should solely focus on the. New I consoles. do because. Halo is your flagship title. It is the title that made the Xbox, right? So dropping the old console, because people will say, oh, you can make games scalable. Yes, you can. Scalable still doesn't, it doesn't, just because a game is scalable doesn't mean it's still not being held back. It, it may be scalable, you know, like like Cyberpunk it will be scalable, right? Uh, Assassin's Creed is scalable, but there's certain things when you develop a game, if you're focused on, on the old hardware. Is there any instances of a game that you can think of off the top of your head? PC is probably going to be the best example of this. Mm-hmm. Of on older PCs, you just can't do a main f- a a feature that you can do on newer P- on newer PCs or is there uh, features that are held back in PC? Wait, yeah. What's your what's your question? Just that cuz essentially essentially the argument is that you have to sacrifice features. Yes. Yes, that's because we've gi- yes. we've given like three examples yeah. of features. But right? is there an example of because a PC I guess there's minimums yeah, there's there, minimum heart system requirements there's on a, PC. There's that's, a hundred there's a hundred percent there's a hundred percent example. Mind. Never mind. I'll I'll use an older game just okay, to just ahead. to really make people angry. Shh, go ahead. <laughs> the Witcher three cannot run on your old laptop, but it can run on my computer. Yeah, no, I I didn't think there's system yeah. requirements on PC games, so you exactly, have to have right? a there's a threshold there. A better example. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's very consumer friendly to do that. And I think the more players that get it, ultimately yeah. the better for your game, right? All I'm saying is one, yes, if you're develop is is if you're developing with older gen or older technology in mind, your game at certain points in its development are being held back. It doesn't matter how scalable the game is, you cannot scale the medium's feature or Ratchet and Clank's feature of being, you know, that switch between worlds instantaneous like that, right? Well I mean, said. that's just not... So well, what I'm saying is because Halo is what it is, and I think more so on this Halo game than past Halo games, all eyes are on it looking to bring the series back to its former glory, if you will. Glory days. I think an all-out exclusive Xbox series and PC, you know... Would be ginormous. Would be, yeah. Well anyway. said. Great question, Jimmy Figueroa. Thank you very much for writing in. Jordan. Yeah. Before we before we head out here, that does us actually for today. Oh. oh okay. By the way, everybody, thank you very much See for ya. listening to us. <laughs> Jordan, what do you what do you, give me your give me your game plans for the week? Well, I've been playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. Oh, yes. So, and I'm actually really glad that Microsoft has basically blanketed the Xbox brand over PC because now I feel like I can talk about PC games and not feel bad. Yeah, you not feel <laughs> on the show. You on don't show, feel yeah. constrained. Yeah, you I can, know. I feel. You I feel can like be I, you. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's equivalent uh, to wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gaming sweatpants. Uh, no, I've been playing a lot of that. I do. I I did decide what I wanted to do with my gaming life. Oh. I want to beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. And then it's respectable. I was go- I was debating on whether I want to move on to Phoenix Rising Very or or Dragon Quest. I think I'm gonna go Dragon Quest because I feel like if I go all the way through, because I just did Cyberpunk, which is open world. Yeah. Um, I'm doing. Assassin's Creed, which is open world, but still very different to Cyberpunk, so it doesn't feel like I'm burnt out yet. I feel like if I went to Assassin's Creed to Phoenix Rising right away, I'd almost get burnt it. Because would you say it's similar to an Assassin's Creed formula? Because that's when I watch people play it, I kind of get that vibe, which is not a bad vibe, but it's a, you know, 
Totally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally. It's a Ubisoft open it, it, world. Yeah. And it's Breath of the Wild style where you can only yeah. hold on to the cliff <laughs> yeah, yeah. for so long. So I think so. I'm going to I'm gonna do Assassin's Creed and then I'm going to do Dragon Quest, which yes, still is open world, but it's Japanese open world, which <laughs> is its own thing. Yeah. And then I think after Dragon Quest, I'm going to do that is Phoenix a Rising. respectable yeah. plan that you so. have there. Spicy, do you have any such plans? I'm going to do Phoenix Rising now. Okay. I have that. Stardew Valley it. came out with some big what? patches. Have you jumped into Stardew Valley? I didn't know that. Yeah. Why wasn't this on the news? I, we <laughs> thought you knew. We thought you knew. We just yeah. figured. You're we figured connected. that's not news. They're yeah. always coming out with We stuff. figured you're plugged in. There's I'm, another wizard I'm tower. I'm just kidding. I'm not. There's another wizard Man. tower. <laughs> really? Yeah, Stardew Valley, the two towers. Is what, no, I'm just kidding. No, that, would be, that, uh, that would be hilarious. Uh, that'd be great. Mordor's though. coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but you're, you're hooked on Phoenix... Yeah, Rising. but it I is might, a cool looking game. I might, I might go over to Stardew again if there's new stuff. I have been practicing. I I said this on our last podcast goals. I've been practicing my first person shooting skills, like legit practicing. Dude, you you improve fast. It's only two weeks in. I've been doing it every day for thirty minutes, just every day, thirty minutes. I have a calendar that I cross off, make sure that I get it done. And do you listen to like Survivor or like? Uh any rocky music or no, anything? but now I am going to yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, uh, no, but I was show I was showing you some of my clips highlights before. You improve, you improve. I play always on the same controller. The elite We're talking controller. about practice, practice. Huh? Yeah, um, you improve, and so practice makes perfect. Mm. Indeed, I'm excited, mm. and I actually have my practice set up to where it's third person practice for my third person games. It'll be interesting to see if that transfers over to first person which it will uh, it, will. it will because it's it's just about muscle memory that's all that it is muscle memory and but you're also practicing on kind of a janky style game true true but i don't practice on i i do one gameplay on the game uh, i'm primarily in aim lab okay it's very it's a lot better than what it used to be yeah but it's not it's not like an overwatch oh, or yeah. no 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 but it's you see the improvement fast, yeah. so definitely knew? good job, David. Yeah, thank you. You're getting good. Thank you. I'm I'm excited. Is I've that what you wanted to hear? Got to step it up. No, I just wanted. To you're getting myself. I know what you want to hear. You're getting a lot better than Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I did hit fifty on the battle pass he this did. week. He did. They extended that. We're talking vigor here, everybody. They yeah. extended that out. Yeah, seventy-five. I'm not getting seventy-five. You're getting so much better than Jordan <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, that does us for today, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. We love hanging out with you guys. If you'd like to support the show, one of the best things that you can do is come follow us on YouTube. Share our videos with your friends, with your family on social media. Also, head over to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We've actually grown pretty substantial in our in our podcast audience, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Leave a review. Rate us. Review us. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.